Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, September 17th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. California Governor Gavin Newsom survives the recall. The results? Voters decided to keep the Democrat in office by a whopping 64 to 36. Now, Newsom spent $75 million on TV ads to defend himself. But he won, and he'll stay in Sacramento for one more year, and then there'll be a governor's race in California in 2022. According to exit polling, the top issue in the Golden State was COVID, and most of the people who voted support Newsom's shutdown measures. Hard to believe, but it's true. So that's what we have in California, a state that is so liberal, it will never come back to the center. Republican governors of South Dakota, Texas, Florida, Nebraska, and Georgia are preparing legal challenges to President Biden's vaccine mandate. The Department of Labor now ordering private companies with more than 100 employees to require workers get vaxxed or tested weekly. Supporters say the move is necessary to tamp down the Delta variant. Critics say it's a massive breach of states' rights and it will wind up in federal court. By the way, a new poll from Trafalgar says a majority of Americans believe President Biden does not have the constitutional power to mandate vaccinations. In addition, Mr. Biden is falling close to 40 percent in job approval. Finally, the chaos continues at the southern border. This is a story that the corporate media, which is corrupt, will not report. But we will because it affects you and every single American. More than 200,000 illegal migrants crossed the border in August. That is a 320% increase compared to the same time last year, which saw about 50,000 apprehensions under President Trump. A 320% increase under Biden. Of the August encounters, 20,000 were unaccompanied minors. This humanitarian disaster is also causing a huge influx of narcotics into the USA. The number of Americans dying from drug overdoses jumped 15% compared to this time in 2020. In a moment, listeners sound off. Always an interesting segment. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners sound off. We do this every Friday. If you would like to send me a missive, that's an email, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com, name and town, if you wish to opine. Let's begin with Perry, Tigard, Oregon. That is a suburb of Portland. Hey, Bill, dumb question perhaps, but how will the investigation get General Milley's phone transcripts? Are all of his phone calls recorded as a matter of course? I don't know, Perry. I'm trying to find out, but I would think that a call from the nation's top military person to the Chinese military counterpart would be taped because you darn well know the Chinese are taping it. Now, if these calls are not taped, we the people need to know that because then we enter a realm where high-ranking military officials cannot be held accountable for what they do because General Milley denies any wrongdoing in his calls to the Chinese communist military. So how are we ever going to know if we don't have a transcript of said call? Christine in Scottsdale, Arizona, regarding the California recall, you heard about all the support for Newsom from high-level liberals and Democrats and all the donations, $75 million to him. But I didn't hear of any high-level Republicans and their money supporting Larry Elder. Can you tell me why? You know, it's a good question you're raising, Christine. The only thing that I can come up with is that Mr. Elder is a radio talk show host. He is a pundit. And the Republican Party didn't know enough about him because he's pretty much California-centric that they were going to risk, all right, any kind of credibility by supporting him. Also, uh, Larry Elder is very, very conservative, much more so than some of the Republicans. So I think that's what it was. They just didn't know him very well. Dr. Judith in Berea, Kentucky. O'Reilly, how do you feel about the Americans and the Afghan people left behind? I think the State Department lied to us, and the number is much higher than they are admitting this is the worst debacle I've witnessed in my lifetime, including Vietnam. I feel that the Biden administration botched this Afghan withdrawal in a way that is, and I'm not using this word lightly, in a way that is shocking, shockingly incompetent. And people will die because of it. And it did not have to happen. That is the crux of the matter. The president decided to withdraw without a firm plan in place. And now innocent people are really in trouble in Afghanistan. Terry Howell, New Jersey, since the National Football League refuses to post traditional slogans such as back the blue, why don't they just stop altogether? It's football, not politics. You know, Terry, you should be the commissioner of the NFL. Why do we need this? I mean, the players have the freedom to go out and to speak to the press on any issue they want. They have the freedom to tweet. All right. They have the freedom to get whatever their opinion is. Do we really need it? At the game? The answer is no. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. For more honest analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might 
Not, no. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The global COVID pandemic has claimed the lives of more than four and a half million people on this planet, including 660,000 here in the USA. One of the nation's least hit is Australia. With a population of 25 million, just 77,000 Australians have been infected, resulting in just 1,000 fatalities. But despite those low numbers, officials down under are imposing some of the most draconian COVID policies in the world. Health experts credit Australia's low infection rate to its geographical isolation and strict border controls. 66% of folks down there over the age of 16 have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Regardless, many Aussies have been ordered to stay in their homes. The army patrols the streets of Sydney and its surrounding suburbs to enforce that order. Travel is banned between some Australian states. Folks returning from overseas must quarantine. Anyone in contact with a COVID victim is ordered to download a digital tracking app to ensure they remain isolated. At random, the app will alert its users that within 15 minutes, They must send a photo of themselves in their pre-approved quarantine location to the government. If they fail to do that, they can be arrested. The state of Victoria dictated an indefinite curfew with no public debate, then suspended its parliament. In New South Wales, the state utilized the military to enforce lockdowns, as I told you they are doing in the nation's largest city, Sydney. Protests in Australia, in Sydney and Melbourne, are banned. You're not allowed. You'll be arrested. The capital city of Canberra is under a strict lockdown until October 15th, and that date will likely be extended. All the chaos down under is devastating the country's economy. The shutdown impacts 80% of the entire population. The Australian dollar at a six-month low, the GDP down 4% since COVID hit. And here's something else you might not know. Unhappy residents looking to protest government mandates will pay a steep price. Demonstrating without a mask will set you back $4,000. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.